Super Talk Mississippi media production. Coleman Taylor Transmission, servicing Central Mississippi for over 60 years. Their ASE certified technicians offer dependable transmission services, a warranty, and record services. Call Coleman Taylor today for all your transmission needs. Welcome in, everybody. Welcome into the Rebel Report. I'm Michael Borky. Got a little bit of energy today because we are inside now, inside of two weeks until the start of the football season. And we are, as I understand it, what are we, 12 days away? I think 12 days away from the start of Ole Miss's season. Week zero, for what it's worth, is five days away. But, you know, I'll watch it. I care about it. You may not. Ole Miss starts inside of two weeks. Uh, Troy coming to town. You know that already. Uh, excitement is, at least based on the people I interact with, uh, excitement is through the roof right now with you guys. Uh, just uh, anticipation of a season is always high, regardless of the season. But you know, I've I've lived here for twelve years now, and there are very few seasons. Last year also being one uh, that I remember that had this much. A hype is not the right word because there's a lot of questions about this team, but just there's like positive energy. People, Ole Miss fans, you guys are feeling really good. The conversations about this team and in this program have been fun to have, and that's not always the case. So uh, I'm excited. I hope you guys are excited as well. Uh, it should be a fun year. Yeah, I, I guess everybody says that should be a fun year. Yeah, it's football. It's always fun, but this one in particular. So uh, my name is Michael Borky, by the way. Follow me on Twitter if you have not already, at Michael Borky. Also, YouTube and Facebook under the same name. If you don't already subscribe to this podcast, if you're listening in browser, you should not be doing that. Uh, we appreciate the clicks on the website, but it's easier for you if you go to your favorite podcast app, whichever one you use, and if you don't know you have one, you've got one. It's on your phone. Search Rebel Report and uh, subscribe and leave a rating and a review if you don't mind. So there was a scrimmage this past weekend, and I'm just going to be totally honest with you guys. Uh, I would love to be able to tell you that I had some inside source that gave me this information about what went down in the scrimmage, and I don't. I've asked, I've tried to talk to the people that I know, and and to get any definitive information from a close scrimmage out of this program is seemingly a hard thing to do. And I'm not going to fill the void with speculation. Um, Anything that's coming out of this program is purposeful, unless the people saw it themselves. Um, So, frankly, I just kind of don't trust it. Um, For example, I got sent... Three separate times, a screenshot of a Twitter account that had scrimmage stats on it. And it could be right. I mean, maybe I'm the jerk in this random person who I've never heard of on Twitter that had scrimmage stats uh, with Jackson Dart and Luke Altmeyer. Maybe this person was right. Maybe he actually had the exact numbers from the two quarterbacks during the scrimmage. Maybe that's real. Maybe he actually had them. I, I guess that is entirely possible. But this. It's not a court of law. It's the internet, and you are inaccurate until proven accurate when you're some random dude online that has stats that nobody else has uh, about a scrimmage. Maybe he's right. I don't know. I have learned, and I've talked with you guys about this before, uh, in the absence of information, the void gets filled with speculation or just bad information. So I don't know if those stats that have been floating around are true. I, I don't know. I would be very skeptical. In fact, I just don't believe it. But that that's that's all I've got for you. And quite frankly, 
Uh, Lane Kiffin's supposed to talk uh, tomorrow afternoon. Uh, so when he does, I will bring that to you. I don't expect him to say anything at all. I don't, I don't expect him to give anything away. I don't expect him to tip his hand. I could be wrong. It would be actually hilarious if I said this to you that I don't expect him to say anything. And then he turns around and names a starter during his Monday press conference. I guess that's possible. I don't expect that to be the case. I guess that's possible. But um, I, I can't give you anything definitive. And so what I'm going to do now is I'm going to speculate about a couple of things. Uh, not about what happened in the scrimmage because I just simply, I'm being honest with you, I just don't know what happened. I do think, though, as he hits the podium on Monday, I do think that he knows who the choice is going to be. And I do think that they will be making a decision soon because I've talked with you uh, before. The the idea that they're going to go into the season unknowing and give 50-50 reps during these non-conference games is something that they do not want to do. It's not something that they want to do. And if they do that, it means things went wrong because he has said multiple different times they don't want to do that. They want a starter name. They want to they want to have a guy and go with that guy. And if that hasn't happened yet, that means neither one separated. And that's not a particularly good sign. They want it to be a close competition that somebody wins before they play a first game. Those are his words, not mine. That is what he said. I expect them to know by now. I think they do know who they're going to go with by now. I don't know when they're going to name that starter. I don't know if they're going to do a uh, a graphic on Twitter or he's going to tweet it out or something. I, I don't know what they're going to do. Gus Malzahn tweeted out that John Rice Plumley won his job. I don't know if Lane Kiffin's going to do something like that. But they do have to start game week prep pretty soon. Like I said, they're inside of two weeks before the first game. They've got to start that soon. That that's, I mean, that, I assume they will start this week, uh, getting prepared to play Troy, uh, like actually implementing game plan and stuff like that. So I expect that to be happening soon. And I do think, and again, this is all just me thinking out loud. I don't know what they're going to do. It's not like I have a source on when they're going to or how they're going to announce things. But um, I do think that we're not going to have to wait until Saturday when they're warming up for Troy and they do the starting lineups on the scoreboard, and that's when we know who will be the quarterback. I think it will it'll come out before then. You've got players with NIL deals with publications, and they're getting interviewed, and there's there's just a lot of people talk. It's the internet age, right? I mean, the, the, it's going to leak eventually, and I think controlling the message is something that college football programs value. So I think when it starts becoming apparent, they will put that out there. Um, but that's all just me, me guessing. I, I don't know, and, and I don't know who it is. I, I've heard things about performances and stuff. I have a, an idea of philosophy and what I think that they think, but that's all I've got. Um, and I guess speculation is fun, uh, but, but that's all I've got for you. Um, I, I will reiterate again that both of these quarterbacks are, are your guy. Uh, there is... The the dynamic, not near as intense as the Plumlee-Corral dynamic, but it, it still exists to some degree. If you've picked a guy that you want to win the job, you're doing it wrong. And I don't mean to get preachy, but it's true. Uh, if you picked a guy that you want to win the job, you're doing it wrong. All you should want is the best guy to win the job, and whoever it is, you pull pull for them with the rope all in the same direction because – 
picking sides at the quarterback position accomplishes nothing. And like I've told you before, it can bleed into the locker room. It has done that before. It can. Um, so don't do that. Don't engage with that. Don't pick a side. Just They're both your guy. They're both going to wear your uniform this season. Uh, I don't expect them both to finish out their careers at Ole Miss, but for now, they are both your guy, and whoever wins the job uh, earned it because that's how Lane Kiffin rolls. Uh, whoever wins the job will have earned it, will give them the best chance to win football games, and both of them are your guy. And there's a great chance that both of them have to play meaningful snaps this year because football is a violent game. So, anyway, sorry to get preachy. It's just I, I've seen some of that. I, I've heard some of that. Don't pick sides because they're both on your team. They're both your guy. And the the one that is most deserving will win the job. Lane Kiffin doesn't play favorites like that. He can't afford to, not in the SEC. Or you'll just lose games. But anyway, so that's all I've got in terms of the scrimmage. Uh, but I want to talk recruiting with you because another big thing happened with Ole Miss this weekend in recruiting. But first, I want to remind you that the podcast is brought to you by Advantage Business Systems. ABSMS.com is the website. If you are in the market for office technology, anything from copiers and printers and mail machines to cloud storage, data security, phone systems, if it's tech, if it's in the office and you are located anywhere inside the state of Mississippi, absms.com is the website. Tell them I sent you. You get a complimentary office technology assessment. So you tell them what you need, what your budget is. They'll come out. They'll assess it for you. Give you a quote on me, absms.com. And LB is also a sponsor of this podcast just across from Kroger on University in Oxford. It is the best place in the state to get your meat. If you're cooking with meat, there's no better place. And it's not just that they've got an outstanding selection. So I live in the Jackson area. LB's has got a selection that th- there's nothing in, in the capital, the metro area of the capital city has um, th- that's comparable to them. That, that's how good the selection at LB's is. So if you're going to be cooking with meat, and by the way, this coming weekend, your last weekend before Ole Miss football, Saturday weather, high of 88 and sunny. So you're going to put on Nebraska Northwestern, and you're going to put something on the smoker. Get that started at LB's. When you go, tell Greg or any of the good people there that I sent you, they'll hook you up. They've also got lunch specials uh, Monday through Friday. So if you don't feel like cooking, they will do the cooking for you. That's LB's, just across from Kroger on University Avenue in Oxford. So Ole Miss got to commit this weekend. And they got to commit from somebody that is uh, very close to me, not like in relation or I'm talking about geographically, very close to me. Aiden Williams from Ridgeland High School. I'm going to have to make a point to go see him play this year. The four-star wide receiver was a pledge to Ole Miss over the weekend. Uh, he was asked about why. He talked about uh, how players leave the state and he wants to build his state up and and I'm paraphrasing. I don't remember the the exact quote, but essentially he was like, I want to, you know, uh, plant my flag in Mississippi and build Mississippi up because that's where I'm from. It was a pretty cool quote. At, um, if you want to seek it out, it you, you can find it. Uh, but that's essentially what he said. And it, it was uh, cool stuff from the young man. But he's a, he's a big body wide receiver, 6'3", 200. Uh, again, a four-star, had offers from from a lot of people. He's the number two player in the state of Mississippi right now. And here's the important thing. So if you look at, which I have told people not to do this, and people still do it. I guess they don't listen to me. Maybe my platform's not as big as I thought. Don't look at recruiting class rankings until 
the recruiting class is done, but even still, don't look at recruiting class rankings. Because right now, Ole Miss is ranked number 53 in recruiting class, right? Number 53. But here's the thing about Ole Miss's class. 60% of the class is ranked four-star. 60% of their class is ranked a four-star player. For what it's worth, in one class, especially one class of a few numbers, there are only 15 programs in college football that have a roster that is 50% or higher, four stars. Now, you've got schools like Alabama that basically, I mean, their their class is what? They have 19 kids and 16 of them are four or five-star players. It's unbelievable what Alabama's done, and you have to play them every single year. LSU's got 16 of their 21 that are four-star players. That's an incredible ratio, but we, we are talking a little bit differently here. This is uh, this is Ole Miss, and it's been harder for them to acquire the same talent that Alabama and Georgia and LSU can. The point is, don't look at the class ranking uh, right now. Don't look at the class ranking right now. It's not full. It's not anywhere close to full. And it's not anywhere close to signing day. But Tennessee, for example, is number 11 in their recruiting class ranking. They have 21 commits. Only two more four-stars. And then they do have a five-star in this class. But only three more blue-chip players than Ole Miss. And they have 11 more commitments. The ratio, the average star ranking, whatever you want to call it for Ole Miss right now, is one that you should be really, really, really excited about. And they're doing it with in-state players as well. I mean, Ole Miss right now uh, is doing well inside of the state of Mississippi. I absolutely love their approach to recruiting. I mean, I've talked about it with you guys many times before. If you are, quote-unquote, prioritizing the state of Mississippi, which some people want them to sign kids that probably aren't SEC players, uh, they want that to be the case. Uh, just because they're from Mississippi or or whatever, that that is a bad approach, and there's decades worth of sample size that tells you you're not going to win that way. Uh, but what this staff has done, and you're seeing it now, is they are prioritizing the players in the state that they think can actually compete and play at this level, and they go get them aggressively. You've got it now with this class. You've got uh, Sunturine Perkins from Raleigh, who is a guy that people think like might be plug-and-play day one kind of guy, big-time programs in college football, want them. You've got Aiden Williams. You've got Jamarius Brown from Moss Point. Those are three four-stars from the state of Mississippi. Uh, that's ranked number one, number two, and number five in this state. I mean, th- that's the kind of stuff I'm talking about. Is uh, They've gone outside of Mississippi to get players uh, like Bryson Sanders. He's the number four player in the state of Tennessee. Um, they, they don't just sign kids from Mississippi just to sign them. Uh, anyway, that's the approach they should take. It's the one that they are taking. It's what Ole Miss should be. And it's counter to the wishes of some people that have an antiquated line of thinking. Point being, nabbing these three in-state players, and they're not done, I don't think, high-level SEC quality players from the state and locking them up is a big, big deal considering how they're or, or the way they look at recruiting. 
So they're getting the in-state guys they want for the most part. They're not going to get them all. You don't bat 100 uh, or you don't bat 1,000, I should say. Um, it appears that they are hitting at a high level on in-state kids that they want, and they're still able with, with a national brand appeal to get guys from outside of the state. It is working, I guess is the point. And yes, their class is ranked number 53. That is behind SMU. But SMU has 16 commits, not a single four-star. Wisconsin is ahead of them. Has 13 commits, not a single four-star. When you apply context to recruiting rankings, you don't even have that thought, which is what I'm encouraging you to do. Mississippi State, by the way, is 35. So almost 20 spots ahead of Ole Miss. Ole Miss has four four stars more than Mississippi State with five fewer commits. So you guys know that. I've been through that exercise with you before, but I, I guess the point is some people don't quite understand that yet. Um, this class is shaping up to be an excellent one. And don't forget about the success that they've had in the portal to supplement what they don't get in recruiting. Roster building under Lane Kiffin at Ole Miss has been pretty pretty damn good if we're being totally honest and and this is another example of that i can't help but wonder if he's thinking that it's easier to get players than he thought it would be at uh, at old miss perception is not necessarily reality at old miss and that's a good thing i mean that uh, complimentary that is a, a very very good thing and if you listen to uh his interview on the uh, the Reb Talk, the David Kellum season preview show uh, that they did last week. Uh, Richard was a part of that as well. Um, that is not the Lane Kiffin that was hired in uh, December of 2019. Does it mean anything? Maybe not. Does it mean that he's, he's not going to pursue major jobs if they come open? I don't think that's the case. I still maintain that. Uh, his next job is an NFL one. That That's what I think is going to happen. Uh, but either way, he does not sound the same. Uh, it sounds like he's more comfortable where he is. I mean, he talked about how, and this is him talking. This isn't like rumor or anything. He said this, so it's it's fine to talk about it in this way. He's, his daughter wants, he said his daughter wants to go to Ole Miss. His son wants to move to Oxford. It's, it's different. It's very, very different. I uh, can't help but wonder if he sees himself being able to compete and win and be happy where he is. I don't know. It just it sounds different and uh, and more insightful for sure than what you got in uh, in 2019. For whatever that's worth, go listen to it. I would encourage you to go listen to it. It's very very good. Doesn't sound like him, or what you think of him anyway. Doesn't sound like him at all, and that's a very good thing. So either way. Uh, so, yeah, recruiting going very well for Ole Miss. Again, 60% of the class is a blue-chip prospect. That is a very, very, very good thing for Ole Miss. And they're not done yet. They're not done yet. So, thank you so much for tuning in. I appreciate you guys. Uh, Lane will speak to the media on Monday. I'll listen to it. I don't want to expect him to give anything away, but I will still bring that to you, and we'll talk about that when you hear from me on the next one. See you guys soon. <laughs> A Super Talk Mississippi media production.